0: Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball Your Seattle Mariners are alone in first place Mookie and Verdugo get a little revenge Felix, are you okay, Pop? Let's talk long, Trent. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor. Code Talkin'. Uh Go to a games. We've got some... We're almost in pseudo-playoff season. Uh, don't tell me that Snakes Red series didn't have playoff implications. It sure did. Twins Rangers. Uh, go mm. to SeatGeek. It's so easy to use it. Jake can use it. Green dots. Green means good. Huh? Red means bad, huh? Seventy thousand events, concerts, sports, everything you want—they are the number one ticketing app. And with code Talkin, you'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Promo code Talkin. Click the link in the description. Download the app. Trevor Plouffe, how are you, my man? How's the How's the freak end?
1: Uh, I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk some ball. I feel like I got some some stuff to say today and a fun award. We're going Tolkien baseball at the end. So if you're into that, stay tuned. Um, Good neighborhood weekend. We had some backyard stuff. Nameless Jeff shout out. Happy birthday yesterday. Big guy Mm. Uh, did a little sushi dinner for him. But you know, that's not what this show was about. Jakey boy. It's about ball and ball players. I'm going to give my standout to a ball player Mm. today. And yeah, it's a pitcher that I call the ball player. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So we're, uh, we're, we're making progress. Shout out El Segundo, Little League, taking it home, LA, California, just representing for the whole country. And that's what I got. Sports. How you capital, doing, Poppy?
0: Sports capital of the world. I'm good. I'm good. Jess, Jess was away for some of this weekend, which, you know, that can be scary times for me. Uh, you know, went to, went to a solo NYC dinner. Uh, you know, sat down at the bar. It was, uh, you know, it was a nice little restaurant. There was another couple at the bar. They look over. They go, oh, John Boy Media. Had a nice chat with them. Uh, you know, we talked ball. We talked Yanks. We talked a little formula, uh, uh which I'm not very well versed in, but they were. So, uh, but yeah, had, and then Saturday did nothing, which I needed that. After my past couple weekends, I've been away. I actually watched a lot of ball. Um Watch a lot of ball. Hopped around the league this weekend. Because it's getting real, Trev. I mean, you better have your takes on the Brewers. You better be <laughs> worried about Freelig, baby. Texas. <laughs> Name your dog.
1: Um, hey, let me tell you something, man. Yes. Before we get into the ball, this is for everybody out there that's listening to this show. You need to go have a solo dinner from time to yes. time. Yes. It's an excellent thing. Nobody's, yes. nobody, nobody's bothering you. Well... Well, you got bothered because that's who you are. You, right. I'm you might you might have started it. I did. But okay, okay, show. whatever. Normally, you just sit there. Right. No one's pecking at your food, asking to try some mm. or take some. Uh, you can order whatever you want, and it's just a nice time to reflect on your thoughts. I would recommend it ten out of ten. So, if you're scared to do it, don't be scared. It's a very uh,
0: you can feel the dad coming out of you in that answer. Just Teddy digging at your plate, Liv. Throw me a little bit of that. Um, no, I. Liv
1: loves to eat my food.
0: I had a nice time, and I'm a man, Trev. I mean, we're almost, almost like a month away from playoff ball. We got a lot of stuff to get decided, and let's just do it. Let's do some American League because it's Monday, and that's what we do on Mondays, right? Actually, let's let's burn it first, peeps, and then I'll. Tell the fine people about LinkedIn. Trevor, we're starting out. This is what Dalton had numero uno on the sheet. It's your Minnesota Twins. They take three out of four from the Texas Rangers. The Rangers stopped their losing streak, but have they turned it around? I don't know, because you know what stings? 13 innings. 13 innings in that final game and the Twins get it done, 7-6. They blew him out in that second game. Sonny shut him out, and the offense put up big boy numbers. Matt Walner, the Minnesota Moose, as you named him, is he starting? Is he (laughs) starting? He might not start it. He'll finish it, Trev. That's a big boy. Um, Man, the Texas Rangers are out of first place for the first time in a long time. And, hey, the Twins, I guess they put a nice little feather in their cap. Interested to get some thoughts on this series, uh, Ryan Jeffers, Mitch Garver, the old old catching duo. Twins, Chapman, his closing numbers. We got a lot to talk about there. White Sox A's, maybe not as much to talk about. The A's take the first two out of four games in this series. Shay Lane Jaleers, Dan Canobio's guy. Your guy, Zach Galoff. He puts up a couple nice days at the office. Ryan Nota's back. He's putting together a really nice season. Pencil him in for next year. But these White Sox have always been resilient. Uh, and they come back. They win the next two games. Uh, Yon Mankata, four for four on that final day. Mike Clevenger, seven innings, one hit. Uh, I don't know. This is These are two bad teams, as they say in the biz. The Yankees played the Rays, uh, and the Rays take two out of three. The game the Rays lose, Garrett Cole, who's your favorite for AL Cy Young, puts up a 7.2, 11 Ks. The Rays, Tyler Glass now holds him to one hit. Uh, Brandon Lau for RBI in the final game. There's a little bit of beanball stuff here, and the Rays get the final F because they are the bigger men and they are the bigger team. They take two out of three down in Tampa. Yanks won't see them again until April of next year. Whoa, one of those, wow, their season's really actually over. Go Tampa, go. Guardians! This one's a sneaky one. Guardians take two out of three from the Jays. Jays are currently out of the wild card. They win that middle game. Ryu flinging up 66 hour curveballs again on Pitch Ninja. Davis Schneider, man, this kid continues to hit. Where is he from? Uh... But, know who hit for Cleveland? How about throwback corner outfielders? Ramon Laureano and Cole Calhoun actually got some run at first base in the final game for Swole Calhoun. And the Guardians get it done. That final game goes 11. Cindergaard starts and gets DFA'd. Yikes. Matt Chapman leaves with injury. Blue Jays, danger time. Danger time in Toronto. Astros take two out of three from the Tigers, I'll say this though, the game the Tigers won, Parker Meadows. How's your walk-off homer, first homer, first RBI? It's a pretty good way to do it. And Matt Manning, 6.1, zero Ernie's in that one. So hey, maybe the Tiger hype train is getting going for next year, but the Houston hype train goes for the rest of this year. They put up nine and 17. Bregman, Altuve, Jordan, Abreu, Pena, Tucker, Dubon, Chaz, your guy. Everyone, everyone pads their stats. They take two out of three. And then your Seattle Mariners. They sweep the Kansas City Royals, uh, including a 15-2 blowout where Teoscar has a pair of homers. Raleigh, Ford, Rojas, they all go out. Logan Gilbert shuts him down. J.P. Crawford is back. Woo! They've got the good sauce in Seattle right now. Julio's going nuts and Luis Castillo. If anyone catches Cole, it might be that guy. They sweep Kansas City. They are in first place and that is what happened in your American League. Nice,
2: Poppy.
1: Nice, Poppy.
0: Not the Sometimes it's sometimes it's just different. Uh, the Baltimore
1: Orioles. Let me do the standings, please, today.
0: Trev. Thank you.
1: I think I should take over. standing.
0: I love it because I'm kind of gassed after
1: yeah, all. Yeah, I, I, I'm always snapping. I don't get to talk for like five minutes. Oh, I, you know, I love to hear my own I, voice. Good Trade. Yeah, in. People are sick of you. They want to hear yes. more of me. It's what everyone's saying. I receive saying.
3: nothing. You receive the standings.
1: Yeah. Boom. Yeah, do that the whole time too. Okay, perfect. In the American League East, which we thought was the best division, turns out it just stinks. <laughs> Yankees are horrible. Baltimore in first place, eighty-one and forty-nine. Tampa Bay Rays two games behind them, and then Toronto and Boston, ten and a half and twelve and a half respectively. I won't even talk about the Yanks. It's it's a sore subject here. In the Central, my twins, 68 and 63. They lead the division by six games over the Cleveland Guardians, who are 62 and 69. Biebs, nice. Mm. Tigers, 59 and 71. They're eight and a half back, but they've won some series lately, people, and there's some good young ball players on that team. White Sox, Kansas City Royals, yikes, that's what Jake would say. Mm. In the American League West, the Mariners. Are you kidding me? I told people they were going to go. Gosh, 74 and 56. They take over first place from the Texas Rangers, who are 73 and 57, and Houston, 74 and 58. So, in the standings, both one game back of Seattle, it's tight there. The Angels and Oakland, yikes, gross. In the wild card, Tampa Bay has the first spot. Uh, They're six games up on. Texas and Houston, who are tied for the second and third spots. Behind them, two and a half games out. Toronto, Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox, four and a half games out. It could come down. Those teams could come back into it, Jake. But right now, it's that West looking proper.
0: Yeah, uh, Toronto is becoming an interesting conversation. And another great standings, Trev. Those Trevor Ploof standings were brought to you by LinkedIn. Uh, if you're looking for new standing at your job, or maybe you're looking to bring in new people LinkedIn is where you have to go uh, 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates LinkedIn LinkedIn jobs they've always been numero uno um and you guys are more than welcome to add me on LinkedIn that's not part of this read but I you know I'd say twice a month uh I grow my network that way um you add your job. The purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, that spreads the word that you're hiring. That will basically bring the people to you and everyone's on LinkedIn. And if you're not, what is you doing, baby? Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors and that's what you want. So, if you're looking for those qualified candidates, go to linkedin.com slash talking. That's linkedin.com slash talking. Post your job For free. That's pretty good. Terms and conditions apply. Click the link in the description. Treviello. um, A tale of two cities here. The dominant Minnesota Twins uh, versus the Texas Rangers. Uh, I will tap into you on this one. Uh, Texas has been floundering. They end their losing streak in that third game. Mad Max on the bump. Um, Mitch Garver and Adelise hits an absolute nuke. Otherwise, it's all twins and man, oh man, I just, that Texas locker room, the Texas dugout, the Texas flight out, like knowing that you've lost first place, knowing that it's still, you're not out of this tailspin, man. I, I can't imagine the emotions going through that clubhouse right now.
1: It's definitely not a good feeling because they've been in first place like almost the entire year. Um, And they surprised people, not really surprised, they surprised me a little bit, Uh, but have kept it going because they've just been good on all sides of the ball, essentially. And, you know, I think they're just running into a little bit of a rut, you know, and at the same time that Seattle is going nuclear. So, you know, this happens, you know, this is this is 162. This is why we love baseball. Sometimes it's daunting. Sometimes we get sick of it. There's too much baseball, but it's like, this is why we do 162 because through that, we're going to have these ups and downs and you're going to like have to climb out of a Valley. And then you're going to have to try to stay up top. And I think that's where we're at right here. It's a bad stretch of baseball for the Rangers. Doesn't mean they're a bad team. Again, Mariners are hot, mix those two together and you get this, but not a great series for them. Um The twins are, They needed this series big time. You know they lost. They got swept by Milwaukee. I I think that was was a two game set, or I don't even know what it was. Uh, it was a two game set. Um, and they hadn't been playing great baseball. Although I'll keep saying this because it's true, like Cleveland and everybody else in the Central just gifted them the division. uh, They hadn't really been playing great, but this series was offensively good for them. They had some good pitching. Um, you know they did the Bailey Ober Dallas Keichel mm. stack, which was mm. worked worked out. You know that's bad two different looks, Ober. huh? That's two different looks right there. Um, yeah, I, just a really good series for the Twins, bad series for the Rangers. But again, I just don't think that. I mean, this Rangers team is going to be there. Like they their their roster is too good. M- Max and Montgomery have been great like Max is I mean yeah he stopped the winning streak I think in his in in all his starts in Texas he's got like a 2-9. So they're uh, they'll be okay. There's a big article out on on the Athletic or or in the Athletic who wrote it. I'm assuming Gleeman, your guy. My guy. Let's see. Yeah, it was Gleeman. And he's talking about the Twins and the rookies and that's that really has been you know we talk a lot about their starting pitching and how it was really good you know the first half really good it hasn't been as great second half still very much serviceable but these guys have changed everything eddie julian matt wallner royce lewis uh royce has the big grand slam to answer jonah himes um but these guys are just they're essentially carrying the offense you know what offense they the twins put out there these guys are right in the thick of it so you know it's It's going to be an interesting month. I think the twins are going to get into the playoffs and they're going to win the division. I think they're going to end up winning the division by 10 games.
2: Mm.
1: And I want to see what they do with this six man rotation. They're trying to do and yeah.
0: Yeah. The, uh, as I look at this, you know, Texas, they're heading to the Mets and then they have a home stand and, you know, when, when your relievers are getting hit, I know Chapman, his his numbers in save situations aren't as good as yeah. they are outside of it. Um, and I I like this. I don't know if you know more about this because I'm just reading about this from Dalton's notes, but Ryan Jeffers, for his pinch hit at bat, he was preparing yeah. in the cage for that at bat, uh, and then he hits the two-run homer, which that changes game one of this series. That changes the whole tone of the series, right?
1: He's a he's a stud. Love him, and yeah, most teams have this machine. It's a it's a pitching machine. You can dial up. You just input the numbers what right. you want: Sp- spin rate, velocity, uh, spin efficiency. I don't know. If, I don't know what everything they do, but you can mimic pitches. You can put
0: in Will Smith's slider and be like, okay, that's what nice. he was doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I was out there earlier in the year. They were doing Corbin Burns cutter, and I was like, why would the fuck would you ever want to see that thing more than you have to? Uh, but then Kyle Farmer used the machine that hit a home runoff on that day, so it, it it does work um, and Jeffers has been uh pinch hitting there's a stat I don't know, I don't think it's on our sheet, but I saw it when I was watching the game. He's a great pinch hitter I like that not a ton of the bats, twenty something at bats, but he's I think he's like nine for twenty or something like that, okay, stud um yeah. That was I mean he had the bat flip and got the boys going. And that was, yeah, you're right. It cha- it did change the momentum of the series. Um
0: Rice Lewis yeah. is back too, huh? Twins going to get they're, it going a little bit? Twins going to get you excited?
1: I'm I'm not excited right now just because like I said they're going to win this division by 10 games and just I'm curious to see how they start setting up for the playoffs. Yeah, Like, I want to see what they're going to do with all these pitchers. I want to see, you know, how they try to stack the rotation to get ready for the postseason. I want to see what relievers they go to in the high-leverage situations. Maybe you're testing this guy out, that guy out. Uh, Rocco brought in uh, Duran in the eighth inning in in the game this series because he's like, that was the top of their lineup. Right. And then Griffin Jacks behind him. So it's, yeah, I think it's going to be a month of like, all right, we're fine-tuning, fine-tuning, fine-tuning.
0: Uh, Next on the sheet is A's White Sox. I I hit it on the way through. I don't... Yeah. Zach Geloff, you want to say his name?
1: Geloff, like sell-off. He's a stud. He's a stud.
0: Uh, we'll see you both next year. Yankees Rays. Uh, Trev, I, I mentioned, you know, they win the Cole game. He's dominant. DJ LeMayhew has two homers in that game. Otherwise... Offense is shut down in the second game. Uh, only DJ LeMahieu has hits in that game. Uh, two hits, that's it for the Yankees. Uh, and then the final day, uh, we get a little back and forth. The Yankees go down 2 nothing. Rays come back. Our Yanks come back, and then the Rays come back again. And, yeah, there's some beanball. We have the dugouts clear twice. And Brandon Lau hits the nail on the head after the game where he's like, Man, yeah." We're, we're still playing for something. You know, we're, we're still trying to track down the Orioles in the division. We're in the wild card. Uh, and this team is not in it. That uh, and by, I think the number was the Yankees have hit 12 Rays batters this year and the Rays have hit two.
3: Four so, yesterday. So, yeah,
0: I'd be pissed off too. And I think there's even an exchange at home plate. It's Boone and Cash. And I think Boone's like <laughs> yeah. kind of like, yeah. What was yeah. that about? The- I think it's Boone saying, like, if I was you guys, I'd be kind
1: of mad too. Like and they like shake hands and like, it's
3: the the like see, not real lip read that I did in real time was I think he just keeps saying I understand I understand
0: one I mean, it's true one team it's it's why when people were wondering why we weren't tougher on Boone in our interviews it's like the fight's over, you've won the war like it you know we're not gonna no need to really beat the dead horse Yankees have. 1-1 I don't s- like that saying. I don't like that saying. Yankees have won one series since July 1st.
3: Yeah. They beat they beat I the fa- A's in June and then
0: It's almost September. Just the, just the
3: Royals. Yeah, it's tough, guys. It's bad. Man. I uh, I follow Split too many a couple Yankee people gamers, on Twitter. Right.
1: Yeah. I I've seen all the stats. Um Yankees are just yeah, they're they're out of it. They're done. It's over. You guys wave the white flag. Uh I did see Lemahu's been getting hot, so that's good for you guys. Uh a little a little late on that, but you want to see it 'cause you're still there for quite some time. A couple more years, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we're gonna have a lot of time to talk off season Yankees, but DJ has looked like the good DJ Lemayhu from a couple years ago that Yankee fans, a couple as of a few weeks ago, didn't know if they could pencil him in for anything next year, and it looks like he'll at least be in a utility role and serviceable. So, I don't know. As we, as we all try to come up with our twenty twenty four Yankees game plan, like DJ will be a part of it, and that's that's the kind of wins Yankee fans are looking for right now. Mm.
1: On the flip side, the Rays are eight and one over their past nine series. They had that bad run where they went five and fifteen. Oh, now they're back doing it looking like the rays they're also tinkering getting ready for the playoffs finding out what works what doesn't work um no updates on the whole wander thing i haven't Uh, seen anything seen anything haven't heard anything the rays don't in typical rays fashion obviously they give a shit but they're marching on they're going and playing ball and, hey, I know I know Rosie's going to be
0: talking with you on baseball today a little bit, and our, our O's aren't till Kelsey Wingert's rocks in the I.L., but, man, two-game lead. Like, you know, we're doing a lot right now of, like, Texas Rangers, whoa, how crazy is this? How dominant? Orioles are in a similar boat. I mean, there was Rays, you know, the Rays were the story very early on, but they are within striking distance, and we'll... I'm interested to see what kind of impact missing Felix is going to do to that team. Cause, uh, you know, that team is also really good through eight innings. That's how they get the ball to Felix. But, um, I don't know that that is one of their dominant things they have that's now gone. Yeah. So, uh, Rays, Rays are kind of in hunt mode and they are right there. And to not be in a wild card, that's
1: huge. Yeah. Phew. Um, 18 of the last 26 after going five and 15. So they're going, they're going. And I love, I love that. Bilal said that.
0: And dude, Randy,
1: that's that's, that just shuts everybody up. Like, Hey, we're actually still playing for something. They're just trying to fire up themselves. And
0: Trev, if you ever, if you wake up low (laughs) T one morning, which I know that's never happened to you, but uh, Randy Rosarena gets hit with a pitch. He's pissed. Um, You know, everyone clears his dugout comes out. It's the it's always been baseball's best way to get redemption. Steals second, steals third, not even close. And it's like, well, okay, you you guys stink. You just gave up a free triple. Um, go Tampa, go. <laughs> now on the other side of all of this, Trevor and uh, Foolish Bailey on Wake and Jake kind of brought this to my attention, and we are hitting a. Uh, Not a tipping point, but a whoa. The Toronto Blue Jays Mm
2: -hmm. are currently
0: two and a half out of the playoffs, not the division. They're two and a half out of the playoffs. And if you like yourself some Toronto Blue Jay baseball and like, oh, they're going to make the dance, right? Well, then you don't believe in either the Texas Rangers or the Houston Astros, the two teams ahead of them. They dropped two out of three from the Guardians, and we're kind of hitting the point in the season where you can't do that. Um I don't know, Trev. What what's going on? Your guy Matty Chapman leaves the last game with an injury. Um Robichette well, also
1: left the game the last game.
0: Davis Schneider's putting the team on his back when they need it. Um I don't know. They they win the middle game, but they lose, and it's, you know, they got some of the guys Cleveland's putting out there. Cole Calhoun, Ramon Loriano, I there's a lot of baseball fans that probably don't know those two dudes are on that team.
1: Who's that? Loriano and Cole Calhoun. Oh, for the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. The Guardians are playing some brand of baseball. Um, gosh, that'd be something if they gave the Twins a run for the Central. They won't, though. Very confident in that. Um, I ask this question almost every single... To me, uh, Toronto and the Padres are like the same thing i just don't i don't understand the Mm. padres are on a way different level i'm almost ready to declare the padres dead i think i I think everyone they are probably has i might be late to the party on that uh i'm not giving up on toronto i love the roster too much i mean you lose the last game in 11 so you could have you could have won this series then we're talking a, a whole different thing here i i i I understand what you're saying about the standings, Jakey boy, when you're talking about they're looking up at two really, really good teams. I just can't imagine the playoffs without them, to be honest with you. I haven't haven't even thought of the playoffs without them, but I guess that dang foolish Bailey brings up a good point. I mean, one of those three teams, or the Mariners, is not going to make the playoffs. Toronto, Houston, Texas, Seattle. If you were to rank those teams without looking at the records and stuff, what would you what would you do? Hmm. Toronto, Houston, Texas, Seattle. Who's at the top for you? Houston? You're scared <sighs> of Houston so much.
0: No, it, it I mean, this is such mental gymnastics. I and yeah, I'm letting recency get in there, but I'm I would put Seattle as my one. I uh me, BBD, and Joe's, we did a, a playoff team wins draft, which I think we did on Talking Baseball last year?
3: Yeah, that was that was uh, you, Jerry, and Moylan oh, episode, wow. I think. Wow. Week. Replay that one.
0: Um, I took the Seattle Mariners, and they were still behind Texas and, I think, Houston at the time. Uh, I liked their schedule, and I said it coming into the season, and I, I even think some some Astro fans during the midway point when, you know, Seattle was still 500. I think my quote was, like, if there's a team that can compete with Houston, I think it's Seattle because they've seen what they've done over these past few years, and they have a young core, and they, they made that Castillo move, which was really their, like, nuclear... And I actually... That was after Robbie Ray, who's not even a part of this, right? Like, um, I, would, I would take Seattle 1... I would take Toronto last, and I have no clue what to do with Houston and Texas, because um, I, I obviously respect what Houston's been on. I think Texas has been the better team this year, but like how far are the wheels off? I don't know, man.
1: You know what Toronto's record is against the AL East? Mm. I just did math.
0: I know it's pretty bad.
1: Twelve and twenty five. There's your explanation right there. This is a good baseball team, but they didn't take care of business against their own division. They got whooped 12 and 25. That's nuts. Yeah. Man. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule and the results and everything. They had one bad month in May. They went 11 and 17. Other than that, they've been above 500, 17 and 10 in April, 16 and 11 in June, 14 and 10 in July. They're 500 right now in August. but against the a at least you're 12 and 25 that is that's tough i i and why
0: i don't know uh, all of their stats have them top top 10 offensively top 10 startings top 10 relieving uh, i guess their offense i let let me take a step back a little bit they're 17th in runs man i mean this is supposed to be toronto this is supposed to be a top of the lineup that you don't get through The year they've gotten from Whit Merrifield. I mean, what Davis Schneider has been doing recently. um, I don't know. I I think if they... Well, how about this? We said this with Seattle to give us a little bit of credit, and more so you than me. But if Seattle had to go, Julio had to start being special, and he has. Obviously, a lot of other guys around him are. Uh, Vladito. How much we haven't talked about him a ton this year. He had an absolute nuke in this series off Cindergard.
1: Who got Fl- designated?
0: If Laddie gives me an MVP September, I can start talking myself about some Jays, but I need to see
1: that. His numbers aren't even that bad no, though, Jay.
0: Very good, but like he's also the, supposed to be cream of the crop.
1: It it is interesting. Looking, looking at his overall season, he's got twenty and seventy-six right now. Look, this guy's supposed to be a run producer. That's so. So I look at the counting numbers, people. So shoot me, shoot him. Okay, twenty and seventy-six has a big September, like you're saying.
0: Set. I I want get to
1: thirty. You can get to thirty and a hundred with a good September.
0: I want to. I want to stop you a little bit because we're we're predicting or wanting a big September. Trev, 784 OPS from Vlad. He, he's not supposed to be there. He's a career 846. I know. He's 24 years old. That's... Vlad, he's got to go.
1: Slug's down a little bit. is down a little bit. I wonder if the BABIP is, is saying something and we are going to see a massive September.
0: I, I mean, I... I want someone to hang around because I don't want the AL wild card to end. And blue jay, it's two and a half. Next by Friday, a couple things bounce your way. You're in the wild card. So I'm not saying it's over, but like it's getting careful to slip up season. Like you can't the Guardians and now they're playing the Nats, who the Nats have been one of the five best teams since the All Star Break. Thank you, Nats fans, for straightening us out. That's why you guys know your team better than us.
1: Trev raises his paw. So Vladdy, I know he's got the career 846. It's buoyed by the one dot year in 21. Every other year is right around 800. So, like, I don't know if it's fair to expect one like one dot did not or a nine OPS out of this guy. He's done it once.
0: I I guess right. No, it's an interesting point. I I guess the the only counter I would have to that is he's 24. Like you know he he did.
3: Expecting to still be ticking up. You'd
0: assume he'd still be seeing more pitches and getting better and all that stuff. And comparing it to last year, where he had an 818 OPS, offense was down across the league. So he had a 133 OPS plus
1: last year. So right now he's at 116. So yeah, but you know, 2000, I mean, I know he's young and it's all different. I'm just saying, like, relative, like his numbers are more of what they are this year than they are. I'm not going to call it an outlier year, but the year that he went bonkers. His numbers are more of what they are now than that.
0: I guess it's going to be... A...
3: But
1: you're right, he's 24, what?
3: And and the BABIP is kind of in line with the career. Is it? With the, each year, yeah. 284 BABIP this year 297 for his career.
0: I like what we've landed on, because either way, this Blue Jays team that has painted a picture for themselves and, you know, should be in the... If the Blue Jays were a 78-win team right now, we'd be like, damn, Like this team, this could be a a World Series team. Right now, they're two and a half out of the playoffs. This young core's been together for a little bit now. This is a big month for Vladdy because everything you just said was right, Trev. Like, if Vladdy just stays at these numbers for the rest of September, like, those numbers are more in line than what would turn into an outlier year. So, whoa. September, Vladdy.
1: Play. What did you call it earlier? It's the playoff month. I don't know what you were saying. There's but like yeah, some, there's,
0: yeah.
1: With with the added wild card, because think about that. Like we just we just added this thing in. What was it last year? Two years ago? Yeah. Last year, I think.
0: Last
3: year was the first and year of this. COVID. Last year was the first year. Yeah.
1: So and COVID, yeah. So, dude, like there's. Do you like that there's so many teams still in these races? Like do you like do you think it's good for baseball? I I that, that's the talk about, you know, adding a team. I've said this
0: before. I'm I'm a fan like if you compared the two wild cards right now, well, my snakes are fucking hot. I kind of do like it. I I don't like it for the playoffs. Like I do I have that baseball traditionalist in me like give me kind of the four best teams, division winners, one wild card, roll it out, give me longer playoff series, that makes more sense for a 162 season. For the regular season, so we're adding more entertainment to the regular season, and we've told people on the show before, the owners just want more playoff games, because that's revenue. Like, it kind of works. You know, i I think we're getting further away from a best true champion, but I do think the Toronto Blue Jays are a good baseball team. And right now they're not at the dance. And I was going to yeah. counter and say in the NL, like the NL's a little sloppier, but not if the snakes, you know, the snakes are 69 and 62 right now. They're the last wild card team. Like whether it's them or the Reds or San Francisco, they are going to have to earn their way in. So I, I'm enjoying this season. I'm glad we currently don't have the one team we're looking at like, no.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, that's what that's the thing is you just don't want a 500 team or a sub-500 team to get in, which happened in 2020. Who was it? The, it was the Astros.
3: Astros. Yeah. I mean, so lo- it was literally another, half the league, right? It was like the
0: Marlins. Night. Yeah.
3: Ultimately yeah. still, you know, second year of this format. It takes a few years for us to probably really get conclusions on like Do we like this? Or some years we're gonna get a bad team. This year it seems like we're not. So that's good.
1: Baseball reference is trying to be the bad guy. Mm. Oh. They put the skull and crossbones on the Oakland (laughs) Athletics.
3: Yeah. I saw that's tough. Saw that on ESPN. Not the skull and crossbones, but they are eliminated from the playoffs. Tough. (laughs) I guess they can start just tanking now. Just a real (laughs) shot. You get the
1: skull and crossbones. You're dead.
3: Tough. They'd like
1: that. Hey, baseball reference, you won't put it next to the Padres. Ooh, yikes. Their elimination, uh, the Royals have uh, a magic number of four. Mm -hmm. Colorado has a magic number of two. The Padres have a magic number of 13. That's going to happen like in any day, like this week. Could
0: happen quick, man. Uh, let's finish off the ale uh, we have the two the two other good ale west teams uh, houston takes two out of three from detroit i mentioned the, the detroit walk-off pretty cool uh, for parker meadows that's a good that's a good southern baseball name huh
1: yeah, it is. actually yeah, he might be a sure. cali boy
0: i think i looked that up
1: oh let's look it up
0: sounds like a kid that would be on your. you Dude, Looney there's a lot team. of tough
1: names out there these days
0: Oh, it's you should. Jimmy was losing his mind reading Atlanta.
1: Goals. Totally makes sense.
0: Ah, uh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Some of the little league kid names. Uh, Jim, Jim was losing his mind over it. Everyone's got to be different. Um, the other two games, Houston offense uh, puts up big boy numbers. Um, yeah, a little bit, little bit good team, bad team. I know. I think your award is coming from this.
1: Yeah, we can go quickly through it. Yeah, there's a pretty special moment that happened during this game. We'll talk about it later, or during the series, excuse me. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, I, I would say good team, bad team.
0: And then Royals, Mariners, I, I mean, for me, it comes down to, uh, you know, Mariners win those, those first two games. JP Crawford is back. Uh, and yeah, just a reminder Seattle was 47 and 48 on July 20th and have gone on a 25 and 8 run since then. Um Kansas City, again, if you want to go look at the standings and where they're at, I mean, yikes. Uh and then they hold on to win that last game, and it's just like they they're entering rare air with how hot they are right now. Um and I mean I think their schedule still like like they have Oakland next. Yeah. So
1: Whoa. We we talked about the schedule. And we knew that there was they were going to have a chance to go on some sort of run like this. But then you pair that with Teoscar hey getting hot. I mean, you got the starting pitchers; they've been doing it. Gilbert's one is, I think, six straight decision. Luis Castillo's been freaking disgusting. Uh, this team is—they're just a—they're just a, a very good baseball team. And I saw some reports that Kelnick is going to start a rehab assignment. Mm. I would I love, love nothing more than for that guy to come back and be a part of you know the end of september into the playoffs because that shit was sad bro yeah. his when he was talking about it and just how dumb he felt and how he let down his teammates that's that was raw real emotion and i hopefully he you know can work his way back and and contribute again because that's what it's all about man he was doing so well too
0: there's a there's a Mariner I'm talking about in a little bit. So I, I think we I think we can keep it moving. What are you talking about? I think oh you'll see. He's
1: at, he is he's one of my oh, favorites. I know who you're talking about.
0: He's one of my favorites.
1: Like yeah, Julio hit a bomb. Every everything is it's hot in Seattle right now.
0: And I think I think in Mariners fans, I know you will let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we celebrated it the other day. I think Cal Raleigh was the second-fastest Mariner to 50 home runs or something like that, and it was like Griffey oh, and Cal, yeah. and we were like, oh, that's sick, that's sick. I think Julio just took first, <laughs> <laughs> so Cal just fell to three, uh, <laughs> which is just, that's just good fun.
1: Um, this is... The stat here for the Mariners, it's the latest the Mariners have had sole possession of first in a season since 2003. That's not real. Crazy, man.
0: Like they had that good 2001 team and then things have really been not great.
1: 20 years basically to the day is August 24th, 2003.
0: And like how much how much that city's changed in 20 years? Like man I'm excited for the Mariners, man. I don't know. It they uh there's something brewing and it feels like god are they are them and the Astros going to line each other up for like mm, a I would good, I would
1: love to see that series again. I would love to see that series. Oberin
0: Tyrell versus the Mountain type battle, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I tell you 11 what 11
1: of 12 19 of 23 21 of their last 26
0: I struggle finding things I love in this world I love baseball I love people um dogs but like f- I love dogs like golf dude I fucking love Game of Thrones man I started talking about it this weekend and I got like sweaty intense and hot
1: Did like, you start watching some sh- I
3: think some I'm gonna
0: rewatch I've been dancing around it for so
1: long that's a lot of time. I should committed.
3: save it for the off season. Off season. We should rewatch.
1: You want to watch? We'll do some watching. Let's Thrones do
0: watching? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do a Thrones rewatch in the off season.
1: Um, Late night.
0: And something else, Trev. I'm, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not afraid to announce this to the people. Um, as I've gotten older, I've seen a couple pics of myself, uh, Actually, there was one time in the warehouse that behind-the-scenes Bill was zooming in on my hair because it looked like it was thinning. It looked like it was thinning, and at a certain point, you got to stop being proud. And I have because I want to keep it. You know, I'm already short. <laughs> I'm already stocky. Uh, if, I, if I lose what's up top, I mean, that's it. Uh, no, more, no more of me being a sex symbol. And NutraFall. NutraFall. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No, ju- no drugs, no compromises, just better hair. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. They're drug free. Patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. That's important. So, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time only. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code TALKBASE. That's what we're doing here. Mm. Talk base every day. So, that's Nutrafol. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. Dot com slash men enter promo code talk base and you get ten dollars off your first month's sub- subscription and free shipping. Click the link in the description. Uh, fellas. Oh, Trev, you've got your hand raised. You go.
1: Currently, I am using neutral yeah. um, shampoo and conditioner. And it's great. Just regular all shampoo. But the fact that it's going to like keep these locks that I have um is big because I went to dinner last night. I don't mean to blow up everyone's spot that I went to dinner with. no. I don't really know all these people that well. There's a lot of bald people.
3: Yeah, some tough hairlines.
1: Some tough hairlines. And I was thinking, man, like, I got to be proactive about this. And that's what Nutrival has done. And the shampoo bottles, it's like a twist top. So you just squirt it Mm. out the top and twist it back. You don't have to open the flap up, which I am all about, Mm. bro. The flaps break all the time. My kids don't close them. Uh, You don't have the problem with NutraFall. Great bottle to go along with a great product.
0: Let's do some NL. NutraFall, NL. I mentioned some pseudo-playoff baseball, Trev, and I mentioned it with the Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds. Battling for that last wild-card spot. And we play for rings in the desert. The Diamondbacks take three out of four. Merrill Kelly, seven innings, one hit, 12 Ks. He's a dude, man. And so is Corbin Carroll, who homers in that first game. Uh, Nick Martini is back and balling out for the Reds. Uh, He has a couple big days at the office. That helps the Reds win in 11. And so does a balk. Uh some funny business going on there. We had a Spencer Steer had a home run robbery that was robbed by a fan. Uh yeah. kind of an all-time highlight. What matters though in the standings that last game the snakes get it done again. More Tommy fan, more Corbin Carroll. Snakes rotation gives them some big innings in this one. They take three out of four. The inside the park home run where Corbin Carroll gets thrown out by Ellie De La Cruz. My goodness, a lot of talent on display there. Speaking of, the Chicago Cubs, they take three out of four from the Pittsburgh Pirates. They win that first game in extras in 10. Uh, Pirates, a little pitcher's duel. Mitch Keller has put together a heck of a season. He outduels Hendricks. And then we've got the debut by Wicks that's breaking Cubs records. And then your boy, Javier Assad. Watch out. Baseball savant. Him and Bryce Elder, not loved there, but they're loved on the field. Cubbies, man. Cody Bellinger, uh, every time you see him, five RBI game. What? Um, Cubs are rolling, man. That middle infield defense from Horner and Dansby, they be hitting two. God, Cubbies are a problem. But the number one problem in the NL is still your Atlanta Braves. Because Spencer Strider, we're almost bored of him because he throws up another seven innings, nine Ks, one earned run. Feels like every start. Maximus Freed in game two, six innings pitch, two earned runs. Um, This is all while Matt Olson is dating my daughter and having two RBI games. Uh, In that final game, though, Sunday Night Baseball, the Giants, man, they do play a fun brand. Uh, your guy, Casey Schmidt, runs into one. Made a couple nice plays on defense, too. Patrick Bailey get interviewed on Sports Center after the game. And you know I like watching Camilo Duvall throw a baseball.
1: Mm, just, that's your guy. It
0: just looks entirely different. It looks entirely different. Um, I would love to measure my wingspan against his. Uh, they salvaged the last game. And, Trev, the San Diego Padres are dead. The Milwaukee Brewers sweep them. 7-3, 5-4, 10-6. Brandon Woodruff, Rowdy Tellez, and Willie Adamas. Those are the guys they kind of need to go. Um, And the Padres are just looking around. Manny Machado, him and Gary Homer in that first game. Doesn't matter. Gary Homer's in the last game. Soto Homer's in the second. It's all the names, but they just never win, man. I, uh... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. They have the same record as the Washington Nationals. Do what you want with that. Phillies. They sweep the Cardinals. Uh, good team versus bad team a little bit. 7-2, 12-1, 3 nothing. Jeez. St. Louis fans, I am so sorry. Uh, but good for Nola, Schwarber, Harper. Yeah, I love Bryson Stott. I want that out there. Uh, casually on his way to a five-war season. How many guys on on their team do you mention before him? And the Nationals take two out of three from the Marlins. Marlins, come on now. You made it this far, but did they run into a better team? The Nationals have been playing awesome baseball. Jonah Doan, sick shut piece. Sure, pump it into my veins. Marlins, they salvaged the last game, a 2-1 win. Solaire with both RBIs in that one. Shag's opening. I know you like that, Trev. And that is what happened in your national league. I don't know.
1: Nice. I feel like I got a perfect nice. game going.
0: Trev, can you give me the standings?
1: Oh, I forgot I was doing that, Poppy. <laughs> I'm in. And a little, in the national league. Thanks for reminding me. little though.
0: behind the scenes there. My laptop did shut down right before uh, Boom. I was reading it, so I had to bring it up on my phone. Um, so that's, I don't know, man.
1: Just throw that laptop on the floor and stomp on it with your foot.
0: That
3: emoji.
1: In the National League. The how about we start out in the East? That's where we always start out on Mondays. Atlanta, 84 <laughs> and 45. Sheesh. They a 12 and a half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies. We're 72 and 58. Miami, one game over 566 and 65. Nationals. Yeah, they're playing better ball. Fifth best record since the All Star break, or something like that. Way to go! I like that. I do, man. Kids are playing. Sixty one and seventy. They're one game above the Mets, who are sixty and seventy one in the Central. The Brew Crew, who just killed the Fathers. Mm. That's there's there's a lot of dark jokes to be made there. Brewers killed the Fathers. Okay, seventy three and fifty seven. They got a four game lead. Over the Chicago Cubs, who are 69, nice, and 61. 68 and 64 are the Reds, 58, and 73, 56, and 75. Pirates and the Cardinals, they are going to be eliminated soon. In the West, the Dodgers running things, 80 and 49. They're 12 mm. games up on Jake Snakes, who are 69 and 62. 67, 63 for the Giants. And then the aforementioned Fathers, who are dead, 61 and 70, and Kelsey Wingert's Rockies, 49 and 81. They have two more games to be eliminated. That's going to be fun when they have the skull and crossbones. I just love that so much. In the wild card, Philly got that one seed wild card. Mm. They're three and a half games up on the Cubs. We have a half game lead on the Diamondbacks, who have the last wild card spot. Chasing them is the Giants. Uh, they're sitting one and a half back. The reds are one and a half back and I'll include Miami there too. Even though they're one game over 500, they're only three games back of the final wild card spot. And that's the standings in the national league.
0: Thank you, Trevor. And we, uh, first game on the docket. I mentioned snakes reds a few times now. Um, snakes are eight and two in their last 10. Uh, they're on a little bit of a heater since poppy Gordo visited. Whoops. Um, and, yeah, kind of like what we were dancing around before, the Snakes still have a minus three run differential. You'd you'd really love if that final team has a big September and runs away with it. And let's be honest, with how many teams are in the mix, you're probably going to have to to get the last wild card spot. So, um, And the Phillies, the Cubs, and the Snakes, all seven and three are better in their last ten. So those final teams getting in. Like, the Brewers, who are on an eight-game winner, Thank God they are. Otherwise the Cubs would be making ground on them, but they're not. Um, so anyways, that was a little standing stance. Mm. Uh, Reds snakes, Trev. Uh, like I mentioned diamondbacks, we've talked about their starting pitching a lot. They get really good efforts, uh, all four games are good enough efforts. I should say, uh, and then there's sneaky, just a lot of talent all over the field, man. Um, and that I, I mentioned that relay play, I, I could watch that on replay. Yeah. Corbin Carroll out to center as we fast watched that at dinner last night, as fast of a runner as we have in baseball, and as strong of an infield arm as we've ever seen in baseball. Uh, and he gets him at the plate. That was sick.
1: Uh, an incredible play. <clears throat> You're talking about just skill sets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's top versus top right there. And actually, the D backs they could have swept this whole dang series, a four gamer. Seawald yeah. gave it up in that third game. Um, how are his o- Biebs? Check his overall numbers for us since he went to Arizona. I got th- I feel like they're not. I feel like they're
0: using him a lot, great. huh? <laughs> We're talking
3: about like him a lot. He gets into every game. Uh, yeah. It's a four-six-six ERA in eleven games, nine point two innings, seven saves.
2: All
1: right. He's getting the saves. I've seen a few blown. Jumping I think he's by a, a, a couple blown. Seven saves. Okay. Okay. Um our guy what what game was it that I think it was the second game where Benson hit the grand slam to make it look close. It wasn't close until that. Was that the game?
0: Uh let me double check. I think well,
3: while you're double checking, Seawall has only given up yeah. runs in two of these games as a D back and uh looks like no inherited runners have been part of the equation. Yeah, wow. Seawold's well, game there, log so.
0: looks a lot prettier than it's just been interesting. I guess we just, just noticed the bad ones. Times. Life of a reliever both That's times life he just of a he got, got. Yeah, Will Benson is that um that second game with the Grand Slam.
1: D backs just took it to him, man. This that you're right. There there is a lot of talent all over the field. <clears throat> Could tell Marte doing his thing. Uh, you mentioned the good starting pitching performances they got. Uh, Merrill Kelly exited the game. Is he okay? Is there any updates on him?
0: Um, we can we can look that mm-hmm. up.
1: Seventies pitch, zero earned runs, twelve freaking K's, bro. Uh, but yeah, then he had to come out injured, so hopefully he's all right. But yeah, they they looked they looked good. I'm not gonna say that you went out and saved their season. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, but they've been playing really good ball since them, and for the Reds, I mean, you're lucky to salvage one game, really.
0: Reds nine and fifteen in August. Nine and fifteen Yikes. in August. That's a team that didn't make the splashy move around the deadline. They just kind of let the kids run out there, and I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the rest of the season has in store for them. But if it does continue to fade. People will look at that and, I don't know, who is, um, oh, uh, well, this is a very different comparison, but uh, I know Mets fans were very frustrated, obviously, with this year, but if you remember last year's deadline, the Mets didn't make the big move, and Mets fans this year were saying, like, damn, I guess if you have a window, you really should go for it, and hey, the, the Reds, they should not compromise their future, there's so much young talent, but... There's they so had, much
1: young talent.
0: They had a lot of momentum, and now that's kind of gone. So, hey, maybe they go nuts in September, but... When um, you
1: have that much young talent, it's kind of what it's for.
0: That's the other you side don't of know, the argument.
1: You don't know what these guys are all going to be in their careers. Right. Like, And I know you don't want to trade away someone, and he becomes Fernando Tatis Jr. I understand that, but you need to strike when the iron's hot. You don't know when the iron's going to be hot again. The iron could be ice cold next year. Yeah, I mean I know it's hindsight to say that because they've had a tough August, but I mean, we we were kind of talking about I mean, it. this team was the Mariners for a little bit. They were hot. Look and look what happened when the Mariners that you mentioned the Luis Castillo trade and and I think that really has changed the direction of their franchise big time. Being able to Trade for him and then sign him long term has just really given him I given them that added just they already had starting pitching, young guys coming up, but then you add this guy into the equation who's a bona fide just an ace. And it's changed everything. And in like you got sometimes you gotta pull the trigger, man. Yeah. Go snakes go. Tommy uh, Pham has been really good for the snakes, too, huh?
0: Yeah, he uh, I think the overall numbers aren't crazy impressive, uh, with the Dimebacks. I mean, 250, 737 OPS, but he had a 15 game hit streak going, I believe. So, like, you're contributing this series, every night, a b- bunch like, of big hits. Yeah, um, and yeah, if you haven't seen that uh, that home run play I reference, well, A, you should look at Corbin Carroll going for the inside the park homer, and uh, yeah, fan a little Jeffrey Mayer situation. It's really interesting because the steers glove is over the wall and him and the fan, both with black gloves. Like they both go in together and the kid comes out with the ball. They call it fan interference, but they were chanting MVP for the kid. And like, it was quite the scene. And, uh, I don't know a little teaser. It gets discussed in the weekly dumb. Um,
1: you imagine the umpire <laughs> being like, I have to tell Tommy Fan that I'm taking his Homer away. Ooh. Can you not do it? I don't want to do that. Not me. Yeah. Not me. Uh, Trev, a little
0: little bit of a different tale. I think good team, bad team. But Cubs, they win another three out of four. It's crazy that they're not gaining on Milwaukee because they've been really good. Uh, and a lot of their formula ends up coming through here. I mean, we get Justin Steele with another good start, and that's obvious. Ian Happ in his hometown city, pop. Are you kidding me? Um, and then I guess uh, I guess the thing that wasn't a part of their formula, Cody Bellinger, five RBI games, say a Suzuki, three RBI game. Uh, they call up a kid, Jordan Wicks, who has, uh, you know, by some metrics, one of the better debuts by a Cub starter ever, five innings pitch, nine Ks.
1: A great series for them. And it was a lot of the usual suspects. You mentioned Wicks coming up and doing his thing. Uh, so that's nice for them. I'm going to talk about another guy in the rotation um, in standout. Uh, but when you watch, you know, I was watching back some of these games. It's be- Belly's just doing it, man. And-, and Candelario, him going over there has been so big. Belly is getting the barrel of the bat on on pitches he shouldn't be getting the barrel on. Uh he had a I think it was a double on a pitch that was almost in the right hander's batter's box on the floor and he got to it. He got the barrel to it. It's been very impressive. Say Suzuki's going off right now. You remember, he got like some playing time stolen from him. Right. Uh wasn't happy about it. He's doing really well. Now uh Nico Horner, go check out the year he's had. I think he's got thirty swipes already. Big time war year for him. Those guys are benefiting so much. From the rule changes, dude. Yeah. I don't know the. I don't know the. I mean, I we could look up the equation for mm. for war. For, I'm on baseball reference for b war. Stolen bases are huge. Because I know Nico Horner can play some defense, for sure, but the swipes are what's causing him right now. What does he got? I, I had it up. He's second on the team, I believe, uh, to Belly. Yeah, in war. He is belly's 4 2. Nico Honer's got a 4 1. Four war seasons, people. They don't just grow on trees. No. Um, And fans be doing it. Can I give everybody? The Cubs are, I like the Cubs. Trev,
0: sometimes we're a little old school, right? There's this this (laughs) stat that we dig up sometimes. It's called runs. Yeah. Where do you think the Cubs rank? In ba- Ooh, all of baseball. Overall? All of baseball. It's a lot no, of good offenses got, out you, there.
1: You tickle my feather a little bit there. Does that make any sense but I just said no? Seven. The Chicago Cubs are fifth in runs scored. Oh.
0: And you look at that lineup, man. They just they did just have two ten run games back to back. Sure. Good. Um man, they are an interesting team.
1: They are an interesting team. Would you say team. that? Mike, uh, well, now I misses Mark Leiter Jr. is your favorite relief pitcher in the game.
0: I liked that he complimented Javier. Don't Asad. say it. Oh, Trev, you know it would be nice. I want, I want to paint one more picture for you, and it's not even really a part of the series, but you know it's probably pretty cool. What's up? You know, hidden free agency. At- 28 years old, coming off of like a five-war season, having an MVP in the bag, having 22 career war, being really good defensively at multiple positions.
1: Um, Chicks still talk about this guy in L.A., and I don't get it. I don't think he's that hot. I think Cody's a pretty good-looking cat. He's tall. Tall.
3: That'd be be Rich Rich. Yeah,
1: he's all right. He's a good-looking kid. Shoot. He's, um, Trev, he's, he's about to get a bag. Yeah. What do you think that is? Because you just mentioned all the things he's 28 years old, um, coming off a great year, had a few down years that now he can he really could just look back and tell people, Hey, I was hurt. I mean, if he finishes off this
0: season, like he's been, he gets more of a bag than Nimmo,
3: Right. So right. What was
1: Nemo's bag?
3: One something. He got six one sixty two. I think he and Rodon got the same contract.
0: How many years? Cody's Cody's got an MVP in the bag and is putting up another nine OPS season. I mean,
3: <clears throat> Nemo got eight one sixty two. They They stretched, eight, they stretched so it a little year. bit, and he and he's thirty in year one of it. Cody's younger. He's getting two hundred, isn't he?
0: Cody's gonna yeah. have Cody's gonna have a
1: pretty nice he's, basement.
3: He's in a do you think, he's in a, a favorable market to him as well. Free do you think he gets 8200?
1: 25 a year it's on
0: the board if he finishes with these same stats? Yeah, eight year. That's a long touch. I wonder I if he goes like six years one fifty
1: something like that. I mean, if
0: I had told you that when he was. The 22-year-old MVP, I don't think you would have been shocked. 23-year-old MVP, you would know? that
3: said sounds light.
0: So, that's that's going to be an interesting one this offseason. Uh, Trev, two, one really good team, one solid team, Braves-Giants. I know you were tuned into oh. this. I watched last night's game. Uh, Gabe, hot. It's funny, it's fun seeing the Giants party tricks, uh, Casey Schmidt made a really nice play at third. Tyro Estrada dropped down a beauty of a sack bunt that turned into a bump base hit to score a run. Uh, besides last night, it was all Braves. <laughs> so uh, I don't whatever whatever you have.
1: What you call the what would you call the Giants an okay team, solid team, a solid team. Okay, they have been playing well as of late, but I think they're still a good team. Yeah, there was some interesting plays. There was the the three one or three four, three one four two double play they turned. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Liked that in the series. Uh, you're right, Strider with a great start. Uh, Logan Webb kind of gets touched up a little bit. I think this is the he faced the Braves back to back. The teams have just played each other in Atlanta. Uh, I always love watching how guys go when they were facing the same team in back to back starts. So didn't work out for uh Webb at this point or at this start uh five and a third with the five Ernie's uh, Michael Harris doing his thing and that dang guy. Whenever you say Matt Olson date my daughter, you know who I think of? What's that? Ashland. What's okay. Ashland doing? She's killing it. She uh raised
0: Ashland. She she still runs one of the most electric accounts on, on Twitter.
1: Monday Motivation is my favorite thing she does. Yep. She Eat your put, veggies, drink your water, be nice to people, y'all.
0: She just posted a new one. Um, I
1: got to get to it. I forgot it is Monday. It's Monday.
0: It's Monday. The show of the week. Uh, Michael Harris, big game. There is a, there's a good clip going around the internet of uh, him celebrating Ronald Acuna Jr.'s Grand Slam against the Dodgers in 2018 or 2019. Because he was just a fan of the team. and That's he... awesome.
1: God, the Braves have it.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Not Giants. Sure. I, I thought I didn't know the Giants were this bad. I knew they were going poorly, but they've won uh, six of their last 20 games, so six and 14 in that run. That's a tough time to have a skid like that, but again, similar to the Rangers, I think it's just kind of baseball, and you got to figure it out. Although, although... They kind of got to get it going. I just read the standings and they're one and a half back. Okay. Yeah.
0: The best player that no one's talking about is Wilmer Flores.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: 896. Dance fans always want you to mention him. 896 OPS this year.
1: <laughs> That's a masher, man. Where's he at? Let's, let's check this out. Let's talk some Wilmer Flores. Talk about him. Well, I'm trying to get on his page, but now my thing is, uh, oh, oh Trev, you're, you're gonna hate his contract. I'm going there right now. I wanted to see all about this. Stuff. A, I was about to ask you some career earnings.
0: It's crazy, making six five this year. On the books for six five next year, and then there's a team option for eight point oh. five.
1: You know what, though? This is what I'll say about that. I, I get it. People, you know, obviously you don't want to give team option years and you would like to capitalize every time that you have a career year. But what's to say without that security that he would have done this? Right. So, mental game. <laughs> Strider,
0: gross, leading baseball and strikeouts by a ton. Uh, Trev, I think the final series that really deserves some juice in the NL. Brewers sweep the Padres. I'm oh, not a, boy. I'm not afraid to say it anymore. Uh, the Padres are dead. Um, it's like we've kind of all known, but we were hoping that they had a Mariners-type stretch in them because it feels like they could, but they run into the Brewers at the wrong time. Brewers W-8 now. And... uh. <laughs> yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. The five-run inning from the Brewers in the first game, I think they have a seven-run inning uh, in the second or third game. Yeah, in the third game that it's just... I mean, the vibes in San Diego, which is horribly ironic because it's maybe the U.S.'s number one vibe city, the vibes in San Diego have to be
1: horrendous. It's a lot of this. Huh? Yeah, a lot of stuff. What shrug. happened? What's going on? I I yeah, I think you're right in calling him dead. I mean, it's I've really backed off calling Teams dead until I I need I need something to really happen. You know, I don't just declare Teams dead because the record indicates. I need I need someone to come kill them.
2: Mm.
1: I think the Brewers kill the Padres. I do. I do. And this is what happens when the Brewers offense gets hot. When Adamus is hitting, and you get to uh, Telez hitting some homers, and Contreras doing his thing, when when the Brewers' offense gets hot, I would love to see their record when they score more than five runs. I bet it's bangers. Hmm. When this team can, when this team can get a bunch of guys going offensively at the same time, like line it up, like they're a problem because you know they have the pitching and they have the defense and they can steal bases, and they can do all the other things right. They're very, very solid ball club when it comes to everything else. When they get guys together, you know, performing at the same time offensively, this is what happens. This is not just the Brewers. I mean, they've been playing good ball for quite some time, and they can, or excuse me, this isn't just because it's the Padres. They can they can beat anybody. And it really, they are reliant on a Willie Adames. I did the Twins Brewers series and I'd said that. So they, this team. If Adamus is hot, he can carry the offense, and that's kind. And that's it's crazy to think about that when they traded for him. Not a guy you would think of is going to carry their offense, but he he can be and has been that guy for them at times. So, you know, I think Milwaukee is getting closer to securing their playoff spot. uh, And, I mean, I don't think any team wants to face the Brewers in the playoffs. I just think that they have a recipe to beat any team at any given time.
0: I agree. Uh, sixteen and seven in August. Um, and it's we've come a long way. They had an eighteen and nine April. Like what? That's mentally, I lost that one. But yeah, and I, I, I probably have to give some slight apologies because I, I wasn't saying it in a complimentary way. I, they had a very Brewers deadline, but. They're currently getting the dividends. Um, you know, getting getting Canna involved
1: where he is like chafing in the bullpen. They um Well look H- no, Canna and, and Santana, the last, you know, whatever, during this streak they've gone on have been really, really good. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, I mean Santana's in the middle of their lineup.
1: Uh but yeah, how about, Will- how about Cece throwing up the first pitch? Cece's like on
3: a worldwide yeah. tour, bro. He's everywhere. He's loving this life. This guy doesn't sleep. He's
0: loving life.
3: I think that was was that his first time back in Milwaukee. First time doing anything like that, obviously. But I uh, got to be honest, I watched the first pitch. Wasn't great. Burns. I've we- seen him throw better pitches.
0: Burns, yeah. Woodruff, Peralta. Wouldn't I wouldn't want my team season coming down to those three guys? Not to mention Sal Freelick. naming the ball was, all over the yard, making him. plays like a young Vinny Rattino out there.
3: Um. Willie Adam is hot.
0: Yeah. Uh. And then Cardinals, Phil's, Trev. If you want anything there, I'm going good team, bad team an a
1: little bit. Absolute. They demolished the Cardinals. And, and hey, you just said, I don't want to see Burns, Peralta, and Woodruff. Do you want to see Wheeler and Nola?
2: No.
0: Nor that lineup.
1: Sanchez and that lineup. I know. This is, I mean, dude. They outscored them twenty-two to three in a three-game set. It's a whooping, man! That is a whooping.
0: And a I, to close off the NL, and there's it's a small interleague, but um, hey, I tried to hit it a couple times this episode. Washington Nationals, I think it's the fifth best record since the All Star break. I gave them a little bit of a when they beat the Yankees. I said uh, two two bad teams, Nats win, whatever. Uh, and I shouldn't have said that. So thank you, Nationals fans. Um, they now have the same record as the San Diego Padres. Yo, it's August 28th, a better record than the Mets. Um, and yeah, I Trev, who knows what it means? And I say that in the nicest way. Carter Keboom is coming back and hitting balls. That's a, a prospect name from yesteryear. Maybe that means something. Uh, playing fun baseball means something. And they're winning and having fun. So I'm like, I'm very happy for the team and Nationals fans. I don't know what it means.
1: It means that this group of guys is playing together is, you know, forming a, a, a nice nucleus or a bond in the clubhouse. You know, they're winning series. They're understanding what it takes to win at the big league level. So you go into next year and say, shit, you guys remember what we did? To close out the year, how well we played? Let's Let's just... Start the year off like that and see where it goes. Like, you know, you gotta learn to win at the big league level and you gotta learn to play together and figure all that out. We how how often are we talking about a team identity this year? And or lack of a team identity? You know, I think stuff like this, being able to play good baseball creates that identity, creates those the culture that you need. Because that was a steep, steep decline very quickly from them you know 2019 they win the whole damn thing they trade everybody away everybody's gone soto's gone turner's gone harper's gone strasburg just retired yeah who else is there scherzer's gone like rendon's gone like everybody's gone so you know that's it's good for them and on the flip side miami has been absolutely struggling uh, since yeah. the All Star break, I think they're 12, or 13 and 25 or something since the All Star break. Luis Arise has now hit 350. He's gone down big time like a Led Zeppelin.
0: They got 10. Freddie Freeman
1: might win the, the NL batting title. And think about how cre- how much money would you have lost if you said Arise is not going to win uh, the batting title. I'll give you a plus.
3: If you took the field. Yeah, take the yeah, field. The dude. field would have been plus money.
1: Yeah. So. 66 and
0: 65. They're three games back of the wild card. Minus 48 run differential. About to play Tampa. Oh.
1: Miami made some moves. David Robertson has not been good for them. Uh, He's 0-3. Three blown saves. Bad contract? Hmm? Huh? What'd you say?
3: Out of the closer role.
0: Let's talk some interleague baseball. You know what? I'll save this for after. Let's do the I.L. mention this off the top Dodgers Sox these two teams have been connected over the past couple years Dodgers they win game one Freddie Freeman you mentioned him four hit day at the office Mac Muncy little thick three RBI day Sucks. Little sick. <laughs> they come back in game two. They knock around Urias. Good for them. Justin Turner is a stud. So is Adam Duvall. And oh yeah, Alex Verdugo is leading off every game with a homer that leads to a rubber match. And super utility man, Luki Betts hits his homer over the monster. Uh, James Outman catches one too. Freddie's three hits. Whatever. Um, they take two out of three. Yeah, that's kind of. It's kind of just what the Dodgers have been doing lately. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people liked all the reunions that were going on there. Angels played the Mets. My God. Um, Kodai Sanga continues his really good se- season, but he gets outdueled by Patrick Sandoval. Uh, Shohei Otani is hitting triples. He's stealing bases. He's breaking signs on home runs. Uh, all with the torn UCL, I guess. Uh, freak. Mets. They win the final game. David Peterson, who's kind of turned the quarter for them. Alonzo homers, and the news comes out that they're probably going to trade him this offseason. I don't know what's that all about. Uh, some juicy stuff out of Flushing. And Rockies, O's. All one-run games. Baltimore, 5-4, five, 5-4 four, five, four in those first two. Um, God. Your guy Cole Swervin-Irvin and Kyle Bradish, who's going to get Cy Young votes this year. Uh, I watched Gunnar Henderson hit a left-on-left home run uh, in the final game, I think, and that scared me. So look out for that. Or maybe it wasn't the final game. I don't know. Good team, bad team a little bit. That's what happened in the IL. Go, Kelsey. I don't
1: have to do any standings because it's the interleague. Correct. What's up? What
0: do you got? I mean, we we got Dodgers, Sox here. You know, I I saw Sox fans almost frustrated about how much people were talking about Mookie's back, Mookie's back, Mookie's back. But I mean, that's gonna happen when he comes back playing for the Dodgers. Um, and yeah, I think I think your boy Karab is kind of summed it up. He's like, hey, with the way the Red Sox are playing right now and the way the Dodgers are playing right now. Yeah.
1: That's what Karabas had to say? Yeah, analytics. Now we're quoting Jared on this show? I like him. I like him, too. Could you beat him in an arm wrestling match? No. His guns are too big.
0: I'm a pretty big arm bad arm wrestler. Uh, Just general weakness or short arms. shoulder, yeah. Yeah.
1: Pop the shoulder. I watched that movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone where he's a truck driver and wins that thing. Yeah no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was cool to see Mookie go back. Why? What? We're not allowed to talk about a guy going back to where we he are. won an MVP and won a World Series and all that. Like, of course, we're talking about that. They handled it perfectly. They gave him a standing ovation. Mookie showed out for them. I mean, it was a. Obviously, you know, if you're the Red Sox, you don't want to lose games. Um You know, but this is, yeah, it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers are on fire right now. And they're they're working through some things, too, with their rotation, man. This is the first time in a long time they really had to worry about that. But right now, I mean, who's their their five? Like, who's their starting five right now? Urias has been getting banged up this year. I still believe in him because of a track record. I think maybe when the lights come on in the playoffs, he's a different guy. But you got him, you got Kershaw, you got uh, Bobby Miller. And you got Lance Lynn, and our guy Gavin Stone, six innings. Yeah, Stone four coming runs. up. Pepio's coming up. We got you know like Ferguson's made some spot like some opens and stuff like that. Like it's they're searching for that. I know you don't need it in the playoffs necessarily, but you still got to get through the season. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to crush the bullpen too much. Uh, so, I guess I'm not worried about them, but I think Dodgers fans are a little bit. It's. it's it's not a strong, strong rotation right now. And we like, I mean, that's what we always talk about on this show. One of the things we base how we feel about teams is the strength of your starting pitching. Now that being said, the Dodgers are the one of the best teams of baseball and they don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's caveat this a little bit. They're 21 and 4 in August,
1: so insane. I'm I know. I'm just I'm pointing yeah. something out, and then they're saying, shut up. Coach Trev, it Shut doesn't up. matter. Max Muncy, big thick, not little thick. Yeah, I'm gonna get the job done. Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are. I'm gonna talk about on baseball today. Have they have they gotten over Acuna for NL MVP? Probably. Yeah. Would you have? Uh, there was a on MLB Network. They were talking. With. Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, or Freddie Fre- Freeman, Mookie Betts. Who would you rather have? What what is it? They their question was is a very Chris Rose question. Oh like one at bat or one like game to save your life and you have to pick one of the duos to like do it. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, or Matt Olson Ronald Acuna Jr. I think it's a no-brainer, too. They said the same thing. Mookie bets Freddie Freeman, they're going to get the job done.
0: Freddie and Mookie, man. Freddie's the best hitter in baseball. Maybe Maybe Mookie's the best right-hand. I don't know, man. Uh, Freddie's the best hitter in baseball, and Mookie might be the MVP right now, so I'll take them. Um, Boston, big series with Houston coming up again. Uh, You know, a team they are chasing for the wild-card spot, so if they want to do something... Be a good time for them, um, and you know, just make sure the wheels don't come off the track. They're four and a half back. They're one of the only like in-between teams right now. Um yeah, man. I mean, Verdugo with the leadoff homers, Justin Turner. This was like it's like a reunion weekend.
1: Oh, the 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 going back and forth between these two teams is a little fishy, to be honest with
0: you. Ooh, okay.
1: A little like backdoor talks going on between front offices. It's like you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you think they text in the invisible <laughs> in the
0: invisible chat? I do.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Friedman and Friedman and Heim, just like invisible ink text only. Halos, Mets,
0: Rockies, Baltimore. We kind of, well, I guess we haven't talked about the big story out of Baltimore, the biggest story. Um, little bit good team beats bad team at the end there. And, a little bit of bad teams in the middle, so I'll, I'll let you go wherever you want.
1: I don't want any part of Angels, Mets. Shohei is still hitting, and he's still raking. I, I think maybe that's his plan, to just show people he can still hit. and it doesn't matter. We haven't got any update. There actually was some stuff. I know I'm not really going to go into the gameplay here, uh. but I, I want to clear up some stuff because I said last episode that Shohei is to blame for this, Shohei's side is to blame for this, and the Angels, they all have a part in it. But uh, Perry M- Manazian, I always mess that guy's name up. He's like coming, kind of caught and said, like, look, this wasn't our fault. Like, he had the hand cramping, and they said, hey, what's, let's go get a picture on your elbow. And apparently, this is according to Perry, Shohei side said, no, we're good. Went out and made another start. Torn UCL. So he's trying to say, look, we've taken it easy. And he said, I'm not giving any medical update. I'm going to let Shohei's side do that. So there's a lot of people, a lot of Angels fans have pointed this out all over, you know, because there's a bunch of hot takes after Shohei got hurt. They've said, look, Shohei dictates what he does. There was a time where the Angels had a very strict regiment for him. But then this last year, the last two years, it's been Shohei does what Shohei wants to do. And like they come up with everything. So, man, you kind of wish you would have got that picture on the elbow after the hand cramping, right? And wish you would have shut it down like I told you to shut it down.
0: But we're not talking about that.
1: Um, but yeah, his uh, last
0: his last five games, Shohei does have a 1.3 OPS going, so he'll just continue to do
1: that. Pete Alonso got hit in the head with a slider. It looked like it hurt. It's a little bench clearing here thing here. But we don't need to talk about these two teams. I'm sorry, guys.
0: Roxos, I mean, do you have a statement on Bautista? I, they still haven't said how significant the UCL injury is. They haven't ruled him out for the year necessarily, but I don't know if that's just because they haven't gotten it scanned yet or what, but um, I know that's one of Chris Rose's topics today, and it is a big topic. I mean, if if you looked at the Baltimore Orioles and said, what, what makes this team great, uh, Cano and Bautista – I don't know if you start there, but maybe.
1: I mean, yeah, that's been a big thing. If you can end games when you have the lead and, and preserve leads, that's it's massive. It's mountainous, if you will.
2: Mm.
1: And if he's out the rest of the season, I mean, definitely puts a, a damper on things. I think they can get the job done still. Sure, I think I think Cano is, is can do that. He keeps the ball in the yard, which is what you want. Um, but it's yeah, you know, it's gonna be it's a massive blow for them.
2: Hmm.
1: Bottom line, I don't think there's any way around it, and I don't think he's gonna pitch again this year. How I mean, really, really, how could you? Although they have, everyone keeps saying like if it's just partially torn, guys continue to pitch on it, which is crazy to me. Think about having a tear in your elbow and be like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. That scares me so much, dude. Thinking I about wonder... that. Um. Orioles fans, Hunter Henderson didn't follow me back on Instagram, which is Ooh. kind of tough. Orioles fans,
0: um, let me know what you guys are thinking. If you had to take someone from the rotation in the playoffs, and maybe put him in the back end of that bullpen, is it like Grayson Rodriguez? Is could we see Jack Flaherty become the bad man on the back end? I don't know. Let me know what you guys are dreaming of, because if he's out, you need you need something. Jack Flaherty coming in to close games.
1: No, he's not doing that because he's got a free agency looming. Dark night music kicks in. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. All like you know, the the Orioles they're gonna start getting ready for the playoffs, and you know. Uh, I know this is, you know, puts a wrench in their plans a little bit. They're gonna have to figure some things out, but they're gonna start getting set, setting their rotation, finding what works and what doesn't work, you know, in these series. So they put themselves in a really good position. If you lose your closer, sucks, but you put yourself in a spot where like you're going to make the playoffs.
0: Ty Block with a really nice start for the Rockies, and that was talking rocks. Trev, let's get into the second half of the show. It's brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. College football is here. How about that? Week zero just happened. Week one is here. The Domers in Ireland. And they've got their can't-miss offer to start the season. $5 on any college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALKING. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Trev's USC got on the board last week. Um, San Jose State.
1: Standout performances. Standout performance. I am going. Well, the pitcher. Mm, whoa. And he plays in Chicago. Okay. And he's from Mexico. And you know I love my Mexican ball players. Yeah. I do. I grew up playing against Mexican ball players. They're they're ball players, is what they are. Grinders. They love the game. Need one on my fictional roster. So now it's Cuban ball players. It's veterans, a couple fast guys, one Jewish ball player, and one Mexican ball player. And we're going to run it. We're going to run it. Javier Assad, do it, my guy. He's been so good for the Cubs. Uh, in this last outing, he goes seven innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, seven Ks. And this is a guy who was the long man in the Cubs bullpen uh, for the majority of the year, you know, going three, going four, going two and a third, like. Just picking up the slack, which is a very, very important role on a team. And it's a very tough role to do. Sometimes it can be in um, high leverage. Sometimes it's in zero leverage whatsoever. And you got to be able to pitch in both of those situations and talk to relievers. They're going to tell you those are completely different types of pitching. Javier has been able to do it all. He got put into the uh, the rotation. He now started six games. He had eighteen games before that out of the pen. Now he started six. He's got a two nine six on the year. Now you mentioned earlier, baseball savant does not like, um, you know his TrackMan numbers, his extension or his chase rate or his uh, spin efficiency. It's not great. A lot of blue bubbles on the baseball savant page, but. If I told you a guy could have four plus pitches in run value, you'd like that. Mm. He's got uh, a run value of four with his sinker, nine with his cutter, four with his four seamer and one with his slide ball. like those five excuse me, six pitches over five percent. got four with 20 percent. He's a guy that just moves the ball all over the place. I watched a few of his starts after choosing him for this um standout. Everything moves, and it moves the whole way, and sometimes that's not good, like when you just see the pitch you know out of his hand moving like his curveball's big and slow, it doesn't throw very hard, but it just continues to move it just it looks it looks like it's hard to square up, man, and he's living on the peripherals exactly what a guy with his stuff has to do. He's pitching jake this guy's a pitcher, dude, mm. and the numbers are spectacular. And if you're the Cubs and you have this this season, that's that they maybe can be magical, man. Like you're exceeding a lot of expectations to have a season like that. You have to have guys like this step up. Yeah, and there was Wicks come up, do his thing. Assad has stepped into the rotation, fortified after Strowman's went down. Hey, man, you guys, you gotta love a story like this. So shout out Javier Assad.
0: And yeah, the, uh, I know the Cubs fans are having a lot of fun. Mark Leiter on August 5th said, he's like, I, I think he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. And I think everyone was kind of like, OK, you know, teammates, <laughs> uh, you know, hype, hyping his guy. And <laughs> I'm here. has been awesome. Uh, so, hey, good for him. Good for Mark Leiter, Jr. Uh, what's, you know, I know his one red bubble. What's his one red bubble?
1: He's 80th percentile on average exit I mean, You're just not squaring it up, guys.
0: And don't uh, you and Mark Leiter Jr. have a connection?
1: My my last professional homer was off him. In spring training, he was with the Blue Jays. The Phillies told me to swing more in plus positive counts. It was a 2-1 count specifically. They told me to mm-hmm. swing in more. I got to 2-1 against Mark Leiter. and said, I'm fucking swinging no matter what. Hit a homer. Look at that. So go Phillies analytical thank you should have told me that before
0: Trev great standout Uh, I'm going with one of my favorite players I I think the word threat uh, is always with this player but it kind of wasn't as of a couple weeks ago Um, Teoscar Hernandez uh, on Saturday he had a two homer six RBI game a lot of a lot of Mariners did they put up a, a big boy number that day But I want to talk about the importance of Teoscar Hernandez, who they traded for before the season, uh, to be a threat in that lineup. Because that's all he's been in his career. uh, Around an 800 OPS guy. This is his contract year. That's why they got him. As of August 14th, that's two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Teoscar Hernandez, 242, 290, a 698 OPS. That's not Teoscar Hernandez. It's not. Over those past two weeks, 12 games. By the way, the Mariners are 11 1 in these games. Teoscar Hernandez, 434, 456 on base, a 1.286 OPS. He has gotten his numbers up to 262 batting average, a 307 on base, and a 759 OPS. He's a career 808 OPS, 119 OPS plus. He's up to 110 OPS plus. It looks like he's getting going, um, and he was a part, if the Mariners were going to be the threat and the Mariners that I think everyone is seeing now, he's a big part of that, and I think he has been. Uh, and I'm just happy for a guy in a contract year that if he if he trickled into the finish line, you know, we've talked about it at nauseum that you only get kind of that one big shot to break the bank. I like him. This guy gives me righty Eddie Rosario vibes. Um,
1: Oh, I think he's a little bit more consistent. A little more of a
0: slug, a little more of a slug than Eddie, but
1: yeah. You know, I love Eddie Rosario. I know. Shout out Eddie Rosario. What do you call him? Cat scratch fever. You need, you need two of
0: these guys on your team that just want to hit. Like sure. The on base is going to be a little lower, but he's out here to mash the ball.
1: I, I have to imagine the Mariners going on the streak they've gone on has coincided with him getting hot. Am I right? Because I mentioned that when before they got hot, I said, look, they got a guy Teoscar Hernandez that if he starts to go and Julio continues like he was getting hot at this time, if Teoscar can can step in and be that home run threat, hitting those three run homers, you know, driving in runs and hitting extra base hits, like that's exactly what this Mariners team needs and. He showed up, man.
0: Yeah, I like uh, Teoscar a lot. Man, coming into this year, Teoscar, his last three years have been there's uh, Not a lot of guys that can go toe to toe with him, and I'm I'm glad he's right in the ship because he's he's a guy in free agency that could get <sighs> a number. I'm double checked that he's a free agency, but that's why they got him right.
2: Yeah,
3: believe he they got him as an expiring guy. Yeah, his his savant like kind of what you'd think. Strikes out a little too much, doesn't walk quite enough, And but everything else is a pretty deep red. Who cares? Doing everything else right, we live with that. We didn't talk about Jonah Doan,
1: uh, performance. We didn't talk about Sonny Gray. No. About
3: a lot of guy, options. David
1: Schneider, you mentioned him a little bit. Three for three with a double, a homer, three ribbies. Alex Bregman doing this thing. Roddy Telez doing his thing. A lot of good ball being played here. But it's time to move on. Hit it,
0: beads. Dirt Nasty's on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco.
1: In the series, how about a Yankee? It's been a long time since a Yankee not named Aaron Judge has been in in fuego. I'll venture out to say that I don't think one has (laughs) been here. DJ LeMay, who goes 6 for 12 in the series, three homers, all solo shots. Ouch. It was a seventh multi-homer game on Friday, his first since May 5th, 2021. You mentioned this guy, Espresso Martini. Had one last night. Mm. Nick Martini for Cincinnati, 5 for 11, a double, two homers. He only finished two games. Uh, What? I don't know. Something weird in Dalton Sheet, but it was his first homer since 2019. So you would love to see him get back on the board. Uh, Another blast from the past year, Ramon Laureano. This is a great inflago. Yeah. Five for 11, two doubles, two homers, six ribbies. Uh, he has an 807 OPS and nine RBI over 16 games with Cleveland after he was DFA by Oakland. So that's a nice, nice little pickup for Cleveland. It's a very Cleveland move. For the week of August 21st through August 27th. Speaking of blasts from the past, we were talking a lot about this guy in the first half, Elias Diaz, nine for 18, yeah. two doubles, a homer, seven ribbies for a 1.2. Over that week, how about Josh Rojas coming to Seattle doing things? Ten for twenty-four, two double, excuse me, a double, two homers, six RBI, two walks, eight runs scored. Uh, his third, he had his third homer since being acquired by Seattle on July thirty-first. He did not hit a homer in fifty-nine games with Arizona earlier in the season. Something in the water up there in Seattle. How about Peter Fairbanks? Three games over the week, two saves, three innings pitched, two hits, no earned runs, seven Ks in those three innings. He's nasty. And then this is the one you want to be on for the two weeks, August 14th through August 27. We just talked about both of these guys. How is that possible? Oops. Should have read the sheet. Teoscar Hernandez 23 for 54 over the last uh, two weeks. That's a 426 average. Six doubles, five homers, 16 ribbies. I swear we didn't look at the sheet when we picked our standout performance. We should have. Because the next guy is Chicago White's Chicago Cubs starting pitcher Javier Assad, eighteen and a third innings pitched in three games, twelve hits, five earned runs. That's a two four five ERA with a .98 WHIP. WHIP. He's allowed two earned runs or less in every appearance in August. He's dropped his ERA from three three five to two nine six in that span. Another blast in the past. Trevor McGill mm. in Milwaukee thriving. Six games pitched in those two weeks, seven and a third innings. Five hits, no earned runs, 13 Ks. He hasn't allowed an earned run in August. Dropped his ERA from 509 to 36 on the season. That's going to get it done. And that, my friends, is who's in play, go. Common
0: Brew Crew bullpen success. Um, great job, Trev. Uh, placed on the IL. Oh, Michael Conforto for the Giants. Didn't know about that. Don't love that. Uh, my friend Jake Cronenworth for San Diego as they maybe he's the final tombstone. Felix Bautista we talked about. And how about this full circle? Eric Swanson uh, for Toronto, who was traded for Teoscar. Uh, he goes on the I.L. Returning from the IL, I mentioned your guy Shags for Miami. Nolan Gorman for St. Louis. Joe Ryan, does he get the playoff start? Zach Davies for the Snakes is in their rotation. Your boy, Ben Lively, coming out five out of the pen. Whoops. Uh, and Mark Fientos for the Mets as they try to get any hope going towards next year. Let's start the week. Oh, boy.
1: Shout out, Kels. Shout out, Casey. I have some kids. Let's go. Ooh, now we're talking. Love that. Um, My award is going to be called the... I don't really have... It, it's Tolkien Baseball. But I don't really have a good name for it. So I'm just going to get into it. Uh, Bilbo Baggins. You know mm-hmm. he has his one hundred eleventh birthday party. He's setting it up. He doesn't really want to do it, but he's got, he's got to. He owes it to the Shire to do this. Uh, he wants to have basically a farewell, although he, nobody else at the party knows that except for him. Um, so he invites everyone. The whole town's there, and uh one of the guests that comes in who doesn't live in the Shire obviously is Gandalf. Right. So Gandalf has his wagon comes in and they have this big party. And uh you know during the party Gandalf is you know they're lighting fireworks and he's doing his magic and having fun with the kids and uh Bilbo you know gives his speech and there's all of those things. In the end it was really only Bilbo and Gandalf at that party you ever go to a party mm. and it's like like you and I go to a party right and you have to talk to other people but it's really about you and I there I want to get a hold of you you want to get a hold of me and we need to have some time everybody else is kind of like secondary to this like things are going on we're having fun with everybody but they're secondary Bilbo and Gandalf are going to have the conversation they need to have that's why Gandalf is out there. You and I at these parties, we're going to get FaceTime together mm. eventually. We might have to shake some hands and kiss some babies somewhere else, but eventually it's going to come down mono-i-mono, you and I, right? Right. We're going to look each other in the eye. We're going to have a drink. We're going to maybe wrestle a little bit. It's going to come down. Mo- this is the mono-i-mono talking baseball award, okay? Eventually it gets to the two that it needs to get to. Justin Verlander
2: mm. went
1: back to Detroit. Who does he have to face? Well, it's Miguel Cabrera. A guy he was teammates with from 2008 to 2017 with the Tigers. I didn't even think that was right. I had to check. That's a long time playing long together. Time. So was there a baseball game played? And there was there other people involved? Sure. But what this game was all about was Gandalf, who would be Verlander in this situation, and Bilbo, who's riding off into the sunset like Miguel Cabrera is. They got their FaceTime together. They got mono-y-mono. They gave the hat tip. And I think a lot of people talked about this, and I feel like they were giving it its due justice, because you really have to think about who we're talking about here. We're talking about I don't know. Is, is Justin Verlander the best right-hander of our generation? Mm-hmm. Is Miguel Cabrera one of the best right-handed hitters of our generation? Yeah. Like we're talking about surefire Hall of Fame dudes who were teammates who went through a lot in Detroit together, locking horns. Two stags going at it. And they're a little older. They're a little older, but they're sure as shit. Two alphas out there going mano-a-mano. And I want to read this little excerpt from an MLB.com article, uh, just highlighting their achievements that they accomplished together. It was a matchup of a kind that's not often seen. Teammates with the Tigers from 2008 to 2017, Verlander brought his 253 wins, three Cy Young Awards, his pitching Triple Crown and MVP Award to the mound against Cabrera's 509, he got to 510 homers, 3,150 hits, two MVPs, an offensive triple crown, and a 307 career batting average. The pair has, com- has a combined age of 80 years and 319 days and a combined B-War of 147.5. Together, they played 39 seasons and made 21 All-Star games. This is a matchup for the ages now in his career. Cabrera's 0 for 5 against Verlander. So the Verlander has mm. that on him, but these are just, it was a moment that needs to be appreciated. I had to give this my award. I did get to see these guys play up close and personal. It was tough. I saw them in their primes. It was incredible what these two mean to the game of baseball. So I wanted to give the award and I, I, I talked about this. Was it on the show or before the show? I said, what do you think the combined career earnings of these two are? I had Beavers look it up. You and I are gonna guess it now, then we'll move on to your award.
3: I mean, so there's a,
1: there's a number that they're due to to
3: in total get, and there's a number that is earned through the end of this year. Oh, we want we want due. Is, I have because still numbers. has another what, forty, right? What
0: these guys yeah, will think more than that. end up more than getting. Them.
1: Um combined. I'll go first. You go. I think we're looking at a combined 585 million.
0: I'm going 700.
3: You're both pretty under. 822.
1: I wanted to go higher, but I thought Miggy likes I don't. What'd you just say?
3: 822. Give me the by, give me the by the end of Verlander's current deal there's a third year It's a 2 for 86 and a third year option for another eighteen seventeen-five. Uh so in total he will be 429 and Miggy due for 8 million after this year one way or another. That's 393 on his own. It's a...
0: It's a Country's gross domestic product. Like,
1: I was thinking 300 for Verlander, 250 for Miggy, and I was wrong. Very wrong.
0: And I mean, you know, if we cook the books this year and Miggy Cabs wins MVP, he gets another 60 mil. So, I don't know, voters. Got
3: some friends in the media. Just, just screw the Tigers ownership. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Miggy's deal was an eight for. 248. That's like the contract. But did well for himself before.
0: That's well. yeah. I'm glad you brought it up, Trev. I mean, these are two Some accelerators. These are two legends. The these are two Absolute legends. legends. <laughs> um, and yeah, I can't believe how much time they spent together. That is a really interesting point. It's a like big number. Um, you know, I I talked to Joe's on the phone a little bit yesterday and we were we were jokingly saying, like, you know. Each spring training, these two, kind of like you said, I said each spring training, these two threw, like, the cool party. They were kind of the two dudes that stood like this, like this is our team, and then we joked that they didn't talk to each other during the year. Um, yeah. But
1: my question to you was going to be how many times do you think they've been out to dinner together? It's a Just great themselves. question.
0: It's it's either, like, unlimited or it's, like, seven, right? Like, I, I don't think know. it might be
1: zero. I think it might be zero.
0: I don't know. I'm not I saying mean, like they're not friends. I'm just saying right. like that doesn't seem like a likely pairing, bro. You're you. I'm me. I don't know. I, I would love to know the answer. I'm sure they've had a few good times together.
3: You uh, know, wives get, get involved
0: to, to be, to be a couple alphas like that. Uh, and Tread just, uh, it was one of my favorite moments when you mentioned, you know, couple alphas linking up you and me at a Hollywood party. Um,
1: yeah. been there, done that.
0: Yeah. Uh, when Judge broke the home run record, there was a moment after. They do everything, and, you know, it waves in the crowd and everything, and then the game starts again. And it's Judge and Stanton in the back of the dugout, just kind of like,
3: not bad, huh? Was Roger Maris' son there? <laughs> he sure was. He was there. It's him and Right the- next to Mrs. Judge.
0: No comment. Uh, Trev, great award. Uh, I'm going to give out something I've given out a few times before I'm giving out the freak on a leash award, mm. corn, um, corn, you know, I'm a big, a corn. you know, I'm a big corn guy. Um, and this one's a little bit of a tribute to our guy, Dalton, who puts the sheet together for us and my snakes who have, you know, they've welcomed me in with open arms and I'm planning on watching a lot of snake baseball the rest of the way. You guys are listening to talking baseball. You know who Corbin Carroll is right now, right? Like he's the he's the fast guy on the on the Diamondbacks. He's really good, you know. Jake talks about the pop off his bat. Yeah. Um Corbin Carroll is technically a rookie this year. Uh and he just crossed the 20 homer, 40 steals number in his rookie season. Um And Trev, after I finish this, I can let you talk about how insane that is. Uh, But the one stat, because I love to butter knife a good stat, and again, credit to Dalton for laying this one out. Since 1977, you know, the game's changed a little bit since 77. I think that might be fair to say. Since 1977, there has only been one rookie until Corbin Carroll that put up a 20-40 season. Do you know who that
1: is? Since 1977, a 2040 season in their rookie year. Yep, Ichiro. It's
2: a good guess. Um, I don't, I don't think he had the 20.
0: Uh, the answer is Mike Trout, uh, the guy that until he had a a new teammate, we considered him our our best baseball player. Uh, and Corbin Carroll just matched that. So I uh. There's obviously some bias snake love for how much they, they've they been cool to me. But Corbin Carroll, I feel like we were reminding people a lot early on. Like, it was him and Acuna who got out of the gate crazy good, and this guy's special, blah, blah, blah. This guy's very special. Um, and, uh, you know, since 1977, if there's two guys on the list, and it's you and Mike Trout, it's a pretty special list. So uh, Corbin Carroll, freak. Absolute freak. Does he get on a leash? Do you know that about him? I don't know. I don't know. Seattle guy? Is that where Corns from? Who knows?
1: I could see him getting to some dark places. I think everyone in Seattle's got a little bit of a from dark Baker's place Field. they go to every once in a while. And I could see that at Corbin as well. You know what he's got? Big shoulders. Power. I stood next to him. He's not tall. He's also not short, but big shoulders. Mighty. Kind of reminds me of you. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Yeah, I, no. Corbin's a, it's a treat to watch him play, and and he would have been a stud no matter what. But with these new rule changes, we're Oof. appreciating speed more in the game. And dude, I saw pass. Uh, this is going nice award. Thank you. Before we leave, pass and put out a tweet. Shout out King Jeff, my guy. We're like buddies now. Um, He'll he put out a tweet total. that. For the first time when a full slate of games has been played, there was not one pitch clock violation. So we finally got there. And he mentioned attendance up. He mentioned the games being shorter. And he just mentioned he mentioned how this shit has been a success. And we got to give Rob Manfred his fucking praise, man. Mm. You hear that, Bobby? Yeah. I'd be on your commissioners program wanted, list now. I'm the most influential guy in baseball. I just gave you your flowers. What's up? Yeah, we uh
0: I I did have a weird moment this weekend where I was watching baseball games and I was like, Wait, like the pitches come through pitchcom and there's a pitch clock now? I was like, damn.
1: <laughs> Should move fast, huh? It did. I still don't understand pitch comp, but nobody does. Pitchers love it.
0: Trev
3: I wanna mess around with one.
0: Enjoy your week. We will see everyone back here for the mid week. It's gonna be September soon, man. August twenty eighth. I suck. <laughs>
1: Are Holy shit! Yeah. Dead. Yeah. It
3: It's about time we did it. Dead. Like them, but sorry.